you are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. Yo, what is happening? Just a preview of uh, next week's show. <laughs> That's what happened. Man. So we're going to jump right in. It's crazy. We never jump right in. I know, man. It's, uh... right, don't worry what happened. Don't worry about the uh, last three weeks. We're just going to hop right in like nothing happened. Yeah, man. Nothing happened. The only thing that happened is we got a 5K coming up. Uh, it's already June. We got like uh, 13 days. Uh, 13 days. So we round in the corner. So you haven't signed up for the 5K. Do uh, it right now. Go ahead and click off the video for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, jump on your Google. Go ahead and put it in that epiphany.5k.run. Uh, go ahead and sign up. Um, June 17th. 7 a.m. is when uh, we're going to pick up, uh, have bags and stuff ready for people. Uh, the actual race starts at 7.30. Uh, it's going to be real good, real fun like last year. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, we'd love to see you out there with us. That's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to speak for the people who don't like getting up. I don't, I'm one of those people, but I'll be there. If y'all Look, if y'all don't got if, – if racers don't got to be there to 7, imagine – how early, you know, we gonna have to be there. Like, I don't, the park, the park don't open till what seven? I don't know, but we gotta be there early, so we gotta break some laws to put this race on. <laughs> all right. But the Cleveland police they gonna be there, so we be alright. Yeah, that's what they say. But they said that last year too, so we'll see what happens. But uh, Epiphany Five K Run, go ahead and um, uh, sign up today and join us out there. Uh, really getting close to the crunch time, so uh, you know, saying you might have to get your metal mailed to you or get your shirt sent to you or whatever, but you can still sign up for all that stuff and we'll make sure we get it to you. So, uh, sign up ASAP and uh, we'll see you on the 17th. On the 17th, um. So yeah, so just uh, like I said, jumping into it, we're going to um, uh, as as you guys seen the title, we're going to jump into uh, part three of our career series, um, and uh, today we want to talk about um, you know, finding like finding out what jobs are a better fit, um, or or a good fit for you, like you know, in the past we, we've talked about. Uh, doing stuff that you're just good at because, you know, it's just a skill that you have, maybe how you were raised or grew up, and then uh, looking at stuff that you actually want to do, you know, saying, like, what what would be your passion? So when you put all that stuff into a blender and, um, you know, you see what comes out as in what jobs would be right for for you, like what jobs would be right. Um, so we we took assessments off air. Uh, so we didn't have to bore y'all with the uh, <laughs> with the questions. Um, so yeah, so what what uh what your assessments say as you take a, a spoonful of food? <laughs> the time 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 it couldn't be worse. <laughs> um, 
from what test do you want me to uh start with um just just uh i guess what uh um the guardian one i guess we can start start with that one so it's, it's like a um uh kind of like a personality test about you know what type of jobs what 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 um uh what kind of like mentally what kind of job works well for you so um that could be a number of different things you know say or take a number a number of different factors into account and it come out it spit out uh four different categories and uh i think we both got guardian right yeah we both got guardian um let me see so would you um did you find out anything as far as because uh, they uh, the test we did it wasn't very clear like they didn't have great um descriptions on on uh like what all this what all the things meant so i guess it was <laughs> it was uh just enough for you to to take it and and run into your own research or whatever but um the description for guardians is guardians have natural talent in managing goods and services from supervision to maintenance and supply Ooh, excuse me uh they all use their skills to keep things running smoothly in their families communities schools churches hospitals and businesses um that that sound like you that sound like it fit that description fits you um i guess like i don't <laughs> i'm still trying to like they want you to basically pay to find out to get your report because i can't i'm trying to get the report but they want they want you to purchase the report to get an exact thing which we ain't doing <laughs> well when they when they make all the promises that it's free or whatever then you gotta pay that just make it suck but it does say as guardians tend to be dutiful cautious humble focused and on credentials pride themselves on being dependable helpful and hardworking. they make loyal mates responsible parents and stabilizing leaders they are concerned citizens who will trust authority join groups seek security prize gratitude and dream of meeting out justice <laughs> um yeah I, so essentially i think uh uh like overall like an overview i think it sound sound pretty much pretty like me um but then you got the guardian category that splits into four different uh categories like it can it get <laughs> it get really in depth but i do know that guardian um like personality type makes up the majority of the world i think it's like 40 47% i believe it said what do you say i said really that's interesting yeah, I, I wouldn't think it would be, honestly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I don't know why. Um, but I don't know. I, I I thought, I don't know. I just figured it would have been something else. Because um, most, just working, it seems like most people don't care about other people or, or your coworkers or whatever. So I don't know. I have a hard time believing <laughs> that 47% of the world, like, that's, that's, that's a lot of people. I mean, like you're in direct contact with your coworkers all day for f at least at least at a minimum five days a week, you know. So I mean, you having conversations, you know what I'm saying, right. about ever. But then you have to get along with these people in order to do a good job. Because if you're on the same team, I mean, you gonna have people complaining about, oh, I'm doing too much work or they don't want to step up and do mo most of the work. So they just put it on you like, hey, I'm doing too much. Now you got to do your work and their work because you may be the manager or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that definitely sucks. Um, you know, you're trying to have a rapport with people, but then I'll, I'll, at the same time, tell them, <laughs> tell them what to do or, you know, work together. But some people don't want to work together some people just want to tell you what to do which may cause problems <laughs> that's i think that's a big problem like people 
don't know, like, uh, what's the saying? Like, um, everybody can't be, uh, everybody can't be cowboys. Like, somebody got to be the Indians or everybody can't be a boss. Like, somebody got to work, you know what I'm saying? So it can definitely become an issue when people, um, <laughs> I don't want to say take it personal or whatever. Uh, it can go both ways, though, right? Because if you're a, a leader or whatever, you're in that role, but you're not like taking care of your people or whatever, or you're doing stuff in a harsh way, then of course they're gonna rebel against you and all that stuff. Uh, but some people just like myself included to an extent, like we just got a problem with authority, man. We just don't like people telling us what to do. You know what I'm saying? And so that can always cause uh, friction with your, you know, your superiors or whatever. See, I don't have a problem with people telling me what to do. But if you tell me what to do, then I see you sitting down all day, not doing <laughs> work. You're just delegating your work to other people. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah. And that quickly, you know, your your staff will turn on you because you, they see you're not doing any work. Right? We collectively see you're not doing nothing. Now, if we say, hey, can you, you know, can you go take out the trash? And you're like, cool. And then I look up and I see you helping me with the trash. And now you gain my respect. Right. <laughs> You tell me to do something, and I look over my shoulder, and I don't see you. It's like, all right, cool. He helped me with such a oh, I'm not even tripping. Right. Some people don't know how to do that, which, which I say damn near 90% of managers. Well, that's true. And, uh, dude, I, I always wonder that, like, man, how do um, how do these terrible managers become managers? Like, how, how like who chose these people for these positions? Like, because it don't fit. Now, if it's just a seniority type situation, I guess if they're like, oh, this person just got the most experience, then fine. But other than that, man, I, I've had some terrible, terrible supervisors and managers. Uh, and I was like, man, like, how, how, like, how, how did you get this position? Like, you're terrible with people. Um, you're, you're, you're not um, compassionate at all. Like, like, how, how did you get this, this position? And most of my, adult life has been working in the medical field, you know what I'm saying, where you're dealing with patients, you're dealing with older people, you're dealing with, um, you know, people with disabilities and all this type of stuff. And I always wonder, like, how? Like, how, how did this person get this this position, man? I just don't, I just don't be understanding, like, at all. I remember a long time ago, um, it was somebody they were working at, like, Annie Ann's or something, like, some, some uh, fast food court, mall food, Mm-hmm. And uh, I said I said I said that totally wrong. I'm like mall food court food, <laughs> but um, I guess you know their grandfather died or whatever. And I was like, hey, you know the funeral today, I got to take off work, or the funeral tomorrow, I got to take off work. And the manager said, well, if you don't come to work, then you fired. <laughs> like what? The thing that was like on the internet or something, right? No, this is a uh, no, this is a firsthand. Oh, oh, that's crazy. So, of course, they didn't come to work. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> the funeral. The uh, food stand next to that Annie Ann's was like, hey, we're hiring. So he was literally working next door. Right next door. <laughs> All right, going to his grandfather's funeral, man. That's wild to me. That, yeah. That, that they would even say that is what's wild to me. <sighs> Yeah, I, I uh, so like stuff like that. I just, you know, I don't know, man. Like, it, I, like I don't know if bereavement is a is a legal thing that's awarded to uh, people or not or whatever. But it's at least a courtesy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's at least a courtesy that should be given to people when you lose a loved one. Like, I I I, I never understood that part. Um, <laughs> not at all. And people don't have compassion. You know, right. That's true. Oh, oh, you know, you were chosen for the job because you show leadership skills and you show that you know how to manage a building. But when it comes to managing, you know, people, especially people that have feelings and not treat them like they're just a replaceable item. That's when most managers have problems, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Um, like Angela, thanks for joining us. Go ahead. Like with me personally, 
let's say I got a, you know, let's say I got a, a, a coworker who wants to go on vacation. It's like, all right, cool. That trip. Oh, you want to take off? All right, cool. I know I'm not tripping. You know, I don't trip about shit like about stuff like that because I want to go to vacation. I want to take that. <laughs> you know, what right. I'm why would right. I? Get, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just got to step up since you're not gonna be here. But I have a problem with you just randomly not showing up to work. <laughs> yeah. So, not calling. Now you're gonna be work or wait to the last, you know, five minutes before your shit, and it's not gonna come <laughs> in. Like, nah, that's I have a problem. Not yeah. Prepared of my time you know yeah no that's nuts though <laughs> the people that wait to the the absolute last minute yeah i never understood those people man uh let me see so the four um types of guardians like i said this thing don't give us great information as far as like uh descriptions or whatever of like it, it don't really break it down i guess they you know want you to <laughs> to pay for it or whatever like we said at the beginning um but the four types of guardians are the guardian supervisor the guardian inspector the guardian provider and the guardian protector so <laughs> i mean this this has made me think about um uh our last live show and we were talking about masculinity uh masculinity and what what's the roles you know what i'm saying so now I can I can kind of see, you know, what I'm saying, see us fitting into those uh, those categories more so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, especially for the provider um, one. Right. You know, if you if you're a guardian, hey, you got to make sure the finances are straight. <laughs> if you're a protector, you know, you got to make sure you know wherever you you know you're keeping your head on the swivel. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. Hey, we, yeah, so we wasn't just saying what we were saying. Now it's proven. Now it's right. <laughs> now it's backed up by science. Right. <laughs> um. So, so let me see. So the characteristics of a guardian supervisor is uh, somebody that's comfortable evaluating other and tends to judge how a person is doing in terms of here, of his or her compliance with protocol. Uh, they take control of any group and they are uh part of the part of defining roles assigning duties and creating structure uh that's all on you i'm gonna go i'm gonna go through all four of them but that sound like uh you like when you when you're in a group setting do you like take charge like do you got to be the leader of the group are you delegating yeah, the, mm -hmm. I want to, yes. <laughs> By the time that I, I just, you know, I try to, because I know that I'll, let's say, for example, we go to, uh, I don't know, like, this is random, like Cedar Point or something. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, we should hit these rides first because I know that they're going to be hard to get on later in the park around like 12. Mm -hmm. I think we should hit those rides first, then shoot back to the front of the park, <laughs> you know, the, the uh, older rides. That's what I think about in my head, but I know that if I come off like that, then it might be seen as, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so I just go, oh, but in my mind, I don't be thinking that though. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I'm trying to think, like I, I don't do a ton in a group setting since like high school or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But even in that, even in that situation, I think, I did sometimes. Uh, I feel like I'm good at delegating, you know what I'm saying? Especially if it's like, if it's strangers and that's one thing, you know what I'm saying? But if it's classmates or, or, or uh, coworkers or something like some, somebody that you had a little bit of time to kind of see how they, um, how they are and how they act and react and all that stuff. Then I feel like I'm good at picking out people's strengths and weaknesses. And then I can say, uh, Hey, you know what I'm saying? You do this or whatever. And then, I like you just do your strength. That person over there, you do your strength, and I and then I'll just do everything else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like y'all do the stuff that y'all good at, and then let me do everything else. You know what I'm saying? Angel says she's the same way. She like to take charge in the group. Um, yeah, I that's that's where I feel like 
where I'm at. But let's read the other ones just to make sure. Uh, so you have um, Guardian Inspector. Uh, they say that they are the guardians of uh, institutions uh, and can be uh, described as being steadfast, dedicated, and consistent. They are counted on to follow through and get the job done in a precise and thorough manner. See, you know, that kind of that kind of sounds like me too. Not to be like, oh, I'm all of these. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But dedicated and consistency is stuff that I uh, try to do in my normal life. So you know, what I'm saying it just just so happens to flow into work. What do you What do you think about that one? Yeah, when I uh, when I try to do anything, I try to <laughs> I try to bring perfection to it, which which could be my downfall because I work on something longer than I need to, but I just wanted to be perfect. Like I don't I don't care what it is. I just want to be perfect, and I get frustrated when it's not perfect. Okay. Yeah, no, I like that. And some in you know some of these, I'm sure they they overlap because. You know, it's all under the same umbrella. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure some of these, uh, <laughs> I'm sure some of these, overlap. Um, so the next one is guardian uh, provider. So guardians uh, take pride in being uh, dependable and trustworthy. This is the overlap. Uh, if there's a job to be done, they can be counted on to put their shoulder, shoulder to the wheel. I've never heard that phrase <laughs> before. <laughs> <laughs> Counted on to put their shoulders to the wheels. Guardians also believe in law and order and sometimes worry that respect uh, for a third, <laughs> sometimes worry that respect for a 30, even a fundamental sense of right and wrong is being lost. Now that don't sound like me, the, the bottom part, because I got a problem with authority. Um, I do like stuff to be black or white, either it's right or wrong or is this or that, but uh, the other stuff, they, they kind of lost me. Well, some people in a position of power abuse authority. So, you know, I understand where you're coming from from that end. But at the same time, there does need to be tears and people need to be, you know, uh, aware of their position and whatever it is. Like, they have an Indian kind of act like a chief. Like, <laughs> right. I, I just kind of think that people, and not that I, I, I'm just got to be the smartest person in the room, but. Some people are incompetent um, in common sense or, you know what I'm saying, uh, in um, treatment of others or, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, I was, and so it makes me, like you said, like um, when you just say stuff or whatever, but don't have any action behind it, and I'll look at you weird from now on. Like, like what do you, like, you, you're not helping doing, you, all you're doing is complaining about stuff. Like, you're not actually um, doing anything to solve you know what I'm saying? So I feel like you're incompetent. And then, you know, I would say all my respect, but all my professional respect for you goes out the goes out the window. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that that's right, but that's, I don't know. I, I like to be efficient. And if you're not, if you plan on not being efficient, then uh, I got a problem with the way that, <laughs> I got a problem with your authority. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but have you ever worked at a job and you got somebody who's not the boss? Acting like the boss trying to tell you something. Oh, that's that's probably the worst. That's probably that's what I'm saying. It's like you don't. That's probably worse because of they're not even the boss. So I I can't respect. But I I re, I have more respect for the boss, you know, than you. Now if the boss is on some you know bull just like you, then okay, you know, you might <laughs> same treatment. But until then, you know, the boss. I like when a boss walk in the room, you get off your phone. Like you don't you don't right. You don't want to test that, <laughs> that authority, but you know, you got, you know, if somebody ever walk in the room, you know, they got their phone out, you got your phone out, it's respected, you know. Right. That, I, I, that's funny. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Depending on the boss, like, I might keep my phone out. Like, man, like, yeah. I, I really don't respect your authority, man. I really don't respect your authority. You know what I'm saying? And then the ones that I do respect or whatever, the ones that's actually working on stuff, then for sure. And and my thinking, I don't even be doing it like, oh, that's the boss. Let me put my phone away or whatever. But just out of a respect thing, like, all right, you know, maybe you got something to say. Maybe they, you know, got whatever going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of a fine line. 
But, you know, if you're good at what you do, like if you're a good leader, if you're a good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember being young and uh, I'm like, man, uh, I'm like, man, they ain't no manager, man. That's just a supervisor or whatever. I'm like, you know, managers know how to manage their people. They know how to put people in, they, in positions of strength. I used to like, that used to be my, uh, my song cry uh, <laughs> when I was younger, like, y'all, y'all are terrible at managing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you a manager, but you can't manage your people? Like, it don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that's where uh, kind of I draw my line or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want that title, man, you better be doing something for it or you better be using it properly. If not, then I, I got a hard time. I got a hard time <laughs> respecting you. Respecting you, man. Now, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but that's definitely what I didn't. I didn't did it before, though. Mm. <laughs> Angel said, uh, <laughs> "Uh, I don't always like it. I'm cool taking the back seat, but naturally, I just step up." <sighs> yeah, some, some, and it depends on the group too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like, like the more you know the people, the more you can kind of play your position. Like, if it's family, then you know the part that you play. If it's um, you know, like back in high school, like I said, classmates, you can kind of like figure out where the um, uh, where the hierarchy is, and then you kind of go from there. But um, I don't know; it, it depends on the group for me. Yeah, it depends on in a professional setting, or you know, with friends, like something. Like you with your friends, you really don't be trying to be like oh, a lead. Like how you gonna be a leader and y'all all friends? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's not gonna work out, man. But it, 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 it. yeah, I used to uh, I used to play that Ti song where you like uh, <laughs> I run a record label and a crew of G's. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I I mean. Now look, now you you write about that, but sometimes sometimes friend groups have a you gotta have a leader sometimes because, um, you know especially when y'all like friends, so you're usually younger or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like high school, middle school, whatever. And some some people are idiots, you know what I'm saying? But they cool, so you keep them around. But they they uh they dumb, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of gotta make decisions for the group. Like I, I I've I've been the guy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I've been the guy. Uh, think about 90, man. Like, I never got in trouble on 90, but that don't mean I wasn't telling people what to do. That doesn't mean I wasn't dumb enough to do it. Like, so I'm going to tell you to do it. Like, yeah, like, I agree with you, but <laughs> sometimes a group need a leader, man. I, hey, I get it, especially, like, I would say going out, you know, going out to the club when we were younger and stuff. Like, it got to be that person who stays sober enough. Yeah. Make sure everybody get home. Yeah. It's, it's a reason I always drove. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the reason I drove every time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm we we making it. Yeah. Look, we making it. Look, I know I know when you when you drove, like, I could drink as much. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, drinking as you're at here is reminding of those times. Yes. You're uh, black on kayak. Man, stuff's pretty good. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, we say, well, back, go ahead. I said, um, Andrew said, Oh, I bet you were a handful when you first started working. You already said you have a problem with authority. Um, I. I was good. I, I was I was always dedicated, right? Like since thirteen or something, I've had like two jobs. Like you know what I'm saying. And as long as stuff makes sense, even if I'm not in control, it got to make sense, though. You know what I'm saying. As long as that, I don't got no problem. I'm, I could be a good soldier at that point. But now I feel like I have enough experiences where uh, you gotta you gotta put me on some type of a I don't want to say a pedestal, but you, I'm not. I'm not just a soldier. You got to put me. You got to give me some some uh, stripes, man. I ain't just a soldier no more. Not at not at this point in my work, working career. Just because I got so much experience at working, doing different jobs, working with different people, different companies, different major companies, and seeing uh, how it functions from the the inside and how it functions from the outside. 
um, man, how they treat you differently when you're an employee versus when you like a guest or whatever. Like, you gotta, uh, like I got something I'm actually bringing to the table besides hard work. Like, I'm bringing that too, but uh, it's some other stuff that come with it, and I need to be uh, compensated properly. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. So, you know, you've been working since you was 13. Do you now know, like, what's a good company? Like, as soon as you like your first day, you say, oh, this is a good company, or this is a bad company. Oh, the work culture here suck. Oh, it's a good work culture here. Oh, I'm not going to be here long. I can see by the first day, or I can see myself staying. I just thought, does that run through your mind? And now Absolutely. And now, and and uh, I don't know, many people that like interviews, like, I, I love interviews, right? Like, uh, the more people in the room, the better. I mean, I used to work at the um, the jail. That interview probably had the most people in there I've, uh, out of all my energy. I think it was, like, three people at a time, but it was four different people, like, a rotation. And, uh, oh, man, shining. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just love interviews or whatever. I love I don't even, I can't even really describe it. Like, but if I can teach people interview training, I absolutely would. Like, I just love doing interviews. Um, but so now it's to the point where in interviews, I can kind of get a sense or whatever. But that first day, I would say that first or second day, I can already tell, like, all right, I can kind of lock in here. I can kind of get in the, um, in the, uh, like, like kind of go with the flow of the stuff that's going on here or, this this is not going to work, you know what I'm saying? Because that's when I immediately go home and I'll be right back on Indeed. Like, well, this you know what I'm saying? I'm a I gotta pay bills, so I'm gonna be on here. But as soon as it's over, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the interview nowadays tell me so much about companies, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, even asking company asking people questions in the uh, interview, there always says like a big uh, a big part, a big something that you should do. Um, you know, but when you're younger, you don't know, like, what should I ask? Like, oh, uh, uh, is there benefits? Oh, you got to work a week. Like, you don't really know what to ask. But now, man, I'll be asking all type of stuff. Like, what, you know, what, what do y'all consider diversity? Like, what is a successful uh, disposition? What, is it, what does success look like to you guys? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all these questions that you ask, uh, like, just being more experienced. And based off their reaction, where there's like, oh, man, we haven't heard people ask these questions I can right then and there. I can kind of get a sense, like, oh, these people, like, they don't have no idea what they're doing. They're just here for a paycheck. Exactly, exactly. When, especially when you start asking about benefits, and it was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. It's... <laughs> like I, I remember, uh, I got a job. Right. First of all, it only lasted two weeks out of, at this job, but I remember the first day. Uh, the manager, he was telling me like, yeah, they would have hired the other person um, if he would have uh, if he would have dressed up for the interview. Like, the f- I'm like, what you mean? So you saying y'all hired me because I, you know, look presentable or something? <laughs> so, so then on the first day, I slouched down in my chair or on the computer doing some work, and she was like, oh, you, bro, you got to sit up. I'm like, y'all paying minimum wage. <laughs> Y'all trying to? I'm like, yeah, this ain't gonna last long. And I just started like not doing nothing, really. And then it was like, yeah, you said you don't, you don't need to come in no more. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is horrible. Place ain't even there no more. Man, hey, I remember. uh... (laughs) It's kind of off topic, man. But I remember like. What's your fastest? Like, how long were you at that job? Two weeks. That's long. What's your (laughs) two weeks and what? What'd you say? I only got one paycheck. That's all. What? What's your shortest job? Like, what's the shortest you've been at a place or whatever? This is tough because I had a lot of jobs. (laughs) Me too, man. But I. I got two that stand out because both situations was, was, was just hilarious, man. So I was working at, uh, I was doing like temp jobs or whatever when I first got home from college. Uh, and um, uh, I was doing like recycle sorting. 
know what I'm saying, for like Kimbo, the, the trash place or whatever. And so it's a third shift position or whatever. And, uh, you know, you, you, you pop up at, um, I don't know, man, like eight, nine o'clock or something. And you work until like six in the morning or something like that. Or maybe get there at 10 to 6 a.m. or something crazy. But you just stand there. It's like just you and a bunch of people just standing. Y'all just sorting recyclables or whatever. And uh, no, I think I was like stand up, falling asleep while I'm sorting. Like I'm just standing there, like probably, <laughs> probably dead tired. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, so <laughs> I did like so I like finish finish the night or whatever. Like it was like probably like one of the hardest physical jobs ever. But it was just so monotonous. Like you just grabbing plastic, grabbing, you know, water bottles. Uh, oh, that's a plastic bag. You can't put that in it. Like, it was just annoying. So anyway, uh, I, so I go to get my stuff, getting ready to leave or whatever. Dude was like, oh, man. He's like, uh, he said, make sure you get some sleep tonight. Uh, by the time I got to the car, the temp service was calling. Like, yeah, they said they said that um, they, uh, they didn't want you to return. Like, did something <laughs> happen last night? I was like, not that I know of. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, they all fell asleep a, a couple times, like while just standing up or whatever. But I'm, I'm like, oh, no, like what, what happened? Like, but you, you'll never think that they, they caught you falling asleep. You know what I'm saying? And we, I didn't fall. Like, I wasn't like hiding somewhere. I'm standing up, completely fell asleep a couple times. And uh, before I got to the car, they was like, they don't want you to come back. What happened? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> So I worked a shift, one shift, man. <laughs> I thought you was on that on that little magic. <laughs> man. Like man, this dude was sleepy, man. He 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 uh, in and out of consciousness. I was just tired, man. Cause I, I think at that time I was working three jobs, but they were all kind of like temp, part time gigs or whatever. So I'm, you know, saying I'm just trying to do what I got to do to make some money. I'm dying. Uh, so that was probably the shortest, and then the second shortest is the funniest story. Like I was doing, um. Dude, it's always like warehouse jobs. Like I might not know what my perfect job is, but I know what job I can do. And that's anything in a warehouse. I just can't do it. Uh, I was working at a paper company, and it was like, oh, uh, it was like me and another dude showed up, and we like moving these racks or whatever. And uh, um, you know, fine. The first day it sucked, it's boring, but it's money, it's cool. Uh, the second day, I'm the only person that show up or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the other dude didn't show back up. So I'm asking him, like, what they want me to do? Like, well, we still need these racks down here. But, but I'm like, well, it's only me, though. He's like, oh, you know, just take your time. Just do what you can. I'm like, you want me to move these racks from one side of a warehouse to another side? I don't have a tow motor. Like, you just want me to grab it and drag the other end down? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm probably like, Messed around. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to take a lunch break and I'm going to come back and finish this out. Man, I just left. I just got in the car and just left, man. I got in the car and went home. <laughs> I got in the car, man. I went home. So I think I went and grabbed some. I think I really grabbed lunch and then went home. Like, they out their mind. I couldn't believe it. And then the temp, the temp service kept calling. I didn't even answer. I'm like, man, like, are y'all serious? Like, you want me to move these? We talk about racks that hold pallets of paper. You want me to move it by myself? Y'all crazy, man. For minimum wage, insane. Insane. Both of those jobs were jobs when I first, or actually the paper, the paper, <laughs> the paper ones when I first got came back home from college. I just needed anything, but man. It do be the warehouse jobs, man. That was the job that I just said. That was, uh, they wanted you, well, they would pick up old books from uh, libraries and recycle some of them, but the one some money they put them on ebay but they wanted you to sort through all of these books i'm talking big <laughs> barrels of books like books and you had to look like, like this is good paper like these all this look the same to me how i supposed to know what's good paper <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh this is good car stock we got to keep this book <laughs> Like and you said, like, man, come on, man. That's funny, man. Oh, I hope oh companies like that ever survive. Yeah, it. 
I can't believe we're just taking old books and like you know recycling some, selling some, recycling some, selling some. It just seemed like a scam to me, man. Not a scam, but it's like <laughs> I don't know. That's that just sound. It sound like a horrible job, and it sound like weird business practices. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get the books for free, then you recycle the some of the books, and then you get paid off under the books. But the manager. Like they, him and his wife, they both driving BMWs and shit. Yeah. Like, and then tripping up because I'm sitting back in my chair. I ain't sitting up. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Things, things you do just to get a paycheck. Man, I'm so glad that, you know, it took a long time, you know, to, to get skills and experiences and stuff. But boy, I'm so glad because I couldn't imagine, man. Some of the stuff is. Some of the stuff be outrageous that they be wanting you to do. Uh, Angel said her 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 uh, shortage job was six days. So y'all y'all be giving them chances, man. Well, I guess you got to pay that. So I don't want to say y'all be giving them chances, but you got to do what you got to do to get paid. But man, <laughs> man, I yeah. Where I just look like I said, I don't know what job is perfect for me, but I know for a fact that warehouse jobs is just not. This is not for me, man. You got you got any any job type that you completely just like it just ain't for you like is it retail is it uh I don't know whatever but you got any anything that you like I just that's just not for me. Retail does suck now that you mentioned, but <laughs> any job where you know what I'm saying I got any job that where, where I'm on my feet the whole entire it's not for me. <laughs> This isn't got old, man. <laughs> now, like, if, if I need to end up on my feet all day, this ain't the job for me. <laughs> this is got old. <laughs> but I was saying that. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, this can't be standing on my feet all day. Now, yeah, it is. Yeah, it does play a factor. <laughs> like, I, I have to wear comfortable shoes to work if I'm be doing a lot of walking, period. But. I gotta, I gotta be able to sit down when I want to. Like I can't. Like I don't want you to, my manager to come look in and say, hey, like, hey, you sit down. You can't sit down like that. Ain't that's just. <laughs> hmm. Man, my little cousin, she had like a, um, she had like a, a bad spine or spinal surgery or something. So, uh, so just standing for a long time, just it just don't work for her or whatever, right? So, man, but she young though. <laughs> Like in, in like high school or right out of college or, or while she was wor- working while she was in college or whatever. And man, I remember her like going to interviews and like demanding that she only, <laughs> she only can work like four hours or something. Like she was doing like cashier positions, but she was like demanding that she would only <laughs> be able to work four hours. And I'm like, I'm like, I get what you're saying, but like you can't demand them. You can't demand that they change it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it's not like a, a ADA situation. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> like they can find something else for you to do, but you're a cashier and they say you gotta stand. You gotta stand. Like but she she be and to her credit, she go in there. She she stand her ground. You know, you know what I'm saying. She really do. But man, I I'm like man, you can't. You don't got the credentials to, to be demanding stuff like. You can't do that. Hey, but sometimes you got to let them know because <laughs> I hate to get this job and I'm, you got to be standing. And then I, look, I can't stand. <laughs> but it's easier to say, hey, I told you in the interview, I can't be doing all this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, so crazy, but for real. Like, doing That's a, so good. Eight hours, <laughs> like, you tired when you get. <laughs> That's funny, man. As soon as you sit in your car, like, you drive home, and when you pull up in your driveway, you're not gonna get out to your car for another <laughs> feature. <sighs> that's weird. Yeah, that's hilarious, man. Angel said, "I'd rather do. You rather do what, Angel?" Oh, uh, and and look, and uh, just something I want to add because I keep saying, or the last couple of times I said that uh, I don't know what job is perfect for me. <sighs> man, I think I found the perfect job. I didn't, I didn't even apply for it, but I think I found the perfect job for me. Um, and I didn't even apply, and now it's going, for, it's going forever, probably, because it's, it's that good of a job. 
Um, Me, I'm gonna say the job I'm working at right now, which I wouldn't. That I don't want to, but the job I'm working at right now is is the perfect amount of hours I need. And but then like the work is not all it's not grinding all the time. Some days it is, but then some days it's like, okay, I'm gonna do my regular work today and it's cool. You know, I can deal with that. I want to get off work and I feel like I don't need to take a nap. And if I gotta take a nap, like, <laughs> you gotta take a nap when you first get home, it's not the job for you. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I, I feel like I gotta take a nap, man. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> Andrew said, uh, "Oh, I'd rather have someone up, uh, say up front that they are down for four hours versus signing up for eight and not doing it." I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I'm just saying, like, you might. It's easier when you got leverage, I suppose. But I guess it is good to be up front, though, and and. You know what I'm saying? Like like you, uh, like Andrew and like you said, Byron, um, you know what I'm saying? When they're like, hey, I told you I can't do all this standing. Like, what is this? <laughs> you know, so I can do I can do four hours as a cashier. The other four gotta be a stock or something. I gotta uh I can't do I can't do all this standing, man. Which is I don't know, it just sounds funny to me. But, but like just be realistic, like somebody that's handicapped that can't walk get a job, be serious all day right in your mind you thinking why can't i sit down too it's, it's only right we get... <laughs> we're doing the same job like why can't they're cashier i'm a cashier like why can't I... they can they're doing the job and they can sit down why can't i do the job i'm not saying that it's not fair i'm saying that I don't know if I'll be thinking that, man. But damn, man, you could just, just, just get to sit in a chair all day. <laughs> That's fucking terrible, man. <laughs> I, I I can't say accurately that I'll be thinking I'll be thinking that. I, I get what you're saying though. Funny, <laughs> right? So you said, man. <laughs> now look, no, look. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. On the application it says we do not discriminate you know, creed, set, any type of handicap, that's a bit like, why can't I sit down? Like, it should be, it all, that should be equal to the job. So, I, now, uh, something I did used to get upset about is, like, people saying, like, uh, they're like, oh, um, uh, they went outside for their cigarette break. I'm like, well, shit, me too. Like, you don't smoke. <laughs> Look, I, like, I'm, they took, they taking a break. Like, I'm, I'm going to take a break too. Oh, yeah, I don't smoke, but they don't got nothing. Yeah. Like, so smoke breaks, I'm with you. Cause, just bring us smoke, too. Yeah, just start bringing some shorties, man. Like, oh, yeah, smoke break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. so I, I'm with you. Although smoking and being handicapped is two different things. But I, I, get, I, get, I get where you was going with it, though. <laughs> um. So anyway, so this this perfect position for me. That I, I can't reiterate enough that I didn't apply for. Um, dude, so it, it's a, it's a. I don't remember like the title of it, or whatever. But it's essentially, all right. So we talked about how I felt like HR be good for me or whatever. It's like taking care of uh, of like the employees and all this stuff or whatever. But this job was. I can't even. I said like the description was like, or the examples of what you would be doing is, um, you know, going around the factory, making sure you know, saying that, um, uh, uh, making sure everybody's good essentially. Like, but you you ain't doing this for customers. You're doing this for the dude running the machine, the the lady mopping floor. You're just making sure that everybody's good. You know, what I'm saying if uh, somebody family member is in the hospital, you know, you might have to. Part of your job is to go visit them in the hospital, like bring flowers on behalf of the company or um, uh, uh, all this stuff. But you're just making sure that the employees are, are taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Um, so where customer service is that for customers, like you doing the same thing, but just for the employees. And uh, I swear it's probably I swear it had to be like the perfect position for me. 
It was it was just the perfect job. Um, the fly, man. No, it's it's far and it's I should at least applied. I didn't even apply for it. I should at least applied and seen, but it's a great job though. Like I, I would love to do to just kick it with the coworker and make sure everything's going good. Like, damn, you're having trouble at home, you wanna to talk to somebody, you want me to set you up with a with a counselor, like you know what I'm saying, like what can I do to help? Like, because that's really what I like, I do that now at my current job and I don't get paid for it, one. And uh, two, I can only do so much because I got a, other stuff to do. Like, I don't have the resources of, you know, an entire company behind me. All I can do is offer some words and, and lend the ear, you know what I'm saying? If you want to <laughs> you wanna, uh, just get it out sometimes, you want to vent or whatever. So that's all I can do, you know what I'm saying? But to make it my job to better do that, I would I would love to do that, man. And that's the first time I've ever seen a job like that. Ever for any company, big or small, and I, I'm kind of surprised because that I'm kind of surprised. But they, but they know that it's needed for um, morale. Exactly. Good, and it's and it's and it, it it hits different if your job, you know, seems like they actually care about you. you no, know? it makes you actually want to work for. Now let me ask you this: You said it's, it was far. Would you consider relocating for a job? Um, I said, hey, you know, you got the job, but you'll have to move to Houston, Texas. H Town? Man. Um, I'm 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 definitely open to uh relocating uh It would have to like, boy, those would be some crazy conversations. Making sure that everything lined up perfectly, as far as like, is there a relocation package? Is you know all these other stuff or whatever. But just in general, being open to it for sure. Um, more specifically, relocating out of the country, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If anybody know a company that wants to relocate people, uh, uh, relocate relocate people to um to switzerland you know what i'm saying want to relocate people to um you know <laughs> i don't know but somewhere where uh they got universal health care and all that stuff absolutely sign me up sign me up a few people that decided you know that after college they were going to work in a, another country which is crazy but the experience was probably amazing, though. Man, they be getting like they like get like they, they be having like standard three and four weeks of vacation standard in other countries. You know what I'm saying? And then you know you have um you know you have a child and you know what I'm saying you getting you know six seven months off. You know what I'm saying? Or longer. Some for the woman, I think it's like a year in certain in certain countries, like um universal health care. So if you hurt yourself or get sick, you don't have to worry about a, a crazy hospital bill. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Uh, I mean we could we could we could say that part for another show but all the perks or whatever in different countries, but specifically when you're working, like why would you not want to work in a place that's embracing four day or uh, four day work weeks, you know, saying three day weekends, you get all this um all this uh, vacation time, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know how many, uh, <laughs> you know how many twenty day cruises are in America? You said twenty day cruises. Twenty day cruise, like twenty plus day, not just twenty. Twenty plus. Like in America, I don't know. Heard of ones, you know, over in Europe, it's like it, cruise. Exactly. No, no, that that's the whole point because we don't get enough vacation time to enjoy those type of things. You know what I'm saying? Some some people do when you work your way up, you know what I'm saying, when you're getting four or five weeks, six weeks off of vacation. But that's for people that's you know what I'm saying, been that's you know what I'm saying, that's for people that's in their forties, late forties, fifties or whatever, where you got all that stocked up vacation and you can, you know what I'm saying, afford to take a flight or whatever to Greece and now you can just sail for twenty two days or whatever like that. But they don't they don't have many of them in America because no one like who who would use it? 
know what I'm saying? Because we don't get that, we don't get those type of benefits or whatever. So, uh, so that, that was the whole point of me saying, like, I, I didn't need an actual number, but there are not any or not many uh, in here, but they're all over in Europe. They're all over in Italy. You know what I'm saying? Just a completely different um, respect for their workers, you know what I'm saying, than, uh, than in this country. And I don't care who the president, I don't care who the Senate leader, minority leader, like any of that stuff. It's been the same forever. You know what I'm saying? The, the closest thing we got to it was during the pandemic when you know, a lot of people that's, um, you know, kind of taking the power back a little bit by saying I'm only going to work from home or, um, um, you know, I, I just don't want to do this job anymore. You know what I'm saying? Huh. That was the closest thing we even got to it. Hmm. Realize, hey, I could I could have been doing my job from home this whole time. I'm much more comfortable. Uh, you know, I'm actually happier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it was, hey, I'm getting money for sitting at home, and I haven't, and I'm not even working. I'm getting more money than the job that I was at. It's time for me to find something, you know, that pays a little bit better because I, now I'm accustomed to that lifestyle mm-hmm. that I was making. Let me, you know, get some more money. Exactly, and and the fact that it was so many people moving around that there were jobs that were better, better uh, that were available, so people could jump ship, and you know, you just needed workers. Companies needed employees. You know, what I'm saying it wasn't like a surplus where they can be picking and choosing. They needed people. You know, what I'm saying therefore you had a power. Like, well, I can do it, but I'm gonna need an extra week of vacation, or I can do it, but I'm gonna need X, Y, Z. And companies had to oblige because they needed people. You know, what I'm saying. So that was the closest we ever got to holding that power like that. Besides, I mean, ever since like mob time when they destroyed like unions or whatever. Other than that, you know, what I'm saying it's been companies run shit, and we just you know chasing them, chasing chasing ourselves. What do you mean with my side when they destroy unions? Because the mob made sure that the unions were strong. Well, that's what I'm saying. So as mobs became, as the mafia became weaker, and like how, how many jobs you see now that have a union? There ain't many jobs that have like unions. And every time somebody, uh, a company start, um, or employees start talking about a union, now it's a big news story because unions aren't as prevalent as it was back in like the 60s or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where they actually was making sure that the you know saying <laughs> just so happened to be the mob you know saying had an interest in it, but when workers could actually demand shit and and actually had the power over companies, you know what I'm saying like if if this shit ain't right, we ain't coming in, you know what I'm saying? They or are. Huh? or what? Uh, if, if shit ain't right, we ain't coming in. Or you know we're gonna have people visit you and make the shit right, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and they were, you know, saying companies had to respect their employees and had to respect the unions or whatever. But now it wasn't like that for a long time. But there are jobs out here still that have strong unions and horrible <laughs> jobs because you like job security nowadays damn near doesn't exist. But if you work at a job with a strong union, then you can feel comfortable like, hey, you know, I can make um, life changing financial decisions because I know I have a job. And you know, five years, ten, as opposed to, yeah, this job pays good, but you know, such and such, I haven't seen them around work anymore. And all, all the management says is, hey, you know, they don't work here no more. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a buddy used to say, uh, he was like, all right, man, keep, <laughs> he wouldn't say to me, but he was like, all right, man, keep it up. We ain't gonna know you no more. <laughs> I just thought that was a cool way of saying, like, you're gonna get fired. Like, we, we just going. We just gonna go hear nothing from you. Mm-hmm. Thought that was super cool. Uh, <laughs> we ain't gonna know you no more. Um, Angel said you don't want to go too rural. I don't mind going rural. I, I just I don't know. It was a great. It was a good job. She said fourteen day cruise to Spain from Baltimore was fourteen hundred bucks. All right, so that's not bad. That's still only fourteen days though. We talking about an extra week <laughs> minimum. You know what I'm saying? Like an extra seven days, like they just don't have those things here, man. Um, Money, and then you'll have better, uh, you know, a better job attitude because you're working at a job that you want to be at. But you, exactly. why though? Yeah, uh, yeah. So until then, you bide your time, and you know when it's time to do something else, you do something else. All right, last thing before we get out of here, what what's your you know, just talking about different 
um, aspects of jobs and interviews and, and all that stuff. Like what, what's some, and I know you just got, you know, got back in your gig or whatever, but what's, what's, uh, some mandatory things for you? Like what, what's some stuff that like you have to have on the table when you're looking for a new job or a new position? Clearly money I'm sure is going to be high on the list, but besides that, like what's, what else is on your list of must have things? Um, the medical benefits for sure. Um, uh, cause you know, God forbid you get hurt and I have gotten hurt while on the job, but luckily my medical was good enough cause I had to have two surgeries down there back to back. But just imagine if you're working at a job, <laughs> you're working at a job and you get hurt. Can't go to, now you can't go to work is this job doesn't even offer sick time or vacation days. Mm-hmm. You don't have enough to pay for the surgery. Like now you double messed up. So. That's number one. I mean, then number two is the pay, but you know, that's already self-explanatory. They got to pay me good. Right. Three nowadays is like the work culture. Like, you know, I've been at jobs where I felt like, damn, soon as you clock in, it feel like they're trying to fire you. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They strict about everything. So the work culture for sure. And oh, and job security. Yeah, those are those are big, man. That I never, I I guess, until rather recently, I never um, thought about how important, like, um, like the health benefits and stuff, you know, being part of a job, um, like how important it is or whatever. Um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm completely anti. The only way to get health insurance is to have a job. Like that's fucking ridiculous to me. That's a whole nother government issue. Um, but uh, so so that was always lower lower on my list. But as I move forward, that definitely will be towards the upper the higher end, um, along with pay and uh, culture as well. Um, but like I say, I, I'm to the point where I can I kind of know early if this is going to work out or if it's going to work out or not. And um, I don't have no problem with saying like, well, it's not a good fit, man. It's like, this is ain't gonna work out for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, even recently, taking some interviews and stuff uh, inside my organization, and it's like, oh, no, nah, this is not. It's not really. Uh, oh, we we think it'd be really good for it. Like, yeah, it's not doing the job. I think I can do the job, but am I gonna be happy doing the job? Probably not. So, this is not for me. Um, any closing remarks on, uh, employment, career, transitioning into different, uh, different, uh, uh, positions? I mean, I was talking about, you know, getting jobs that didn't focus on degrees or nothing. We just talking about the regular work, you know, the work world, the blue collar worker. But if you're like 18, I would say go to school and get a degree. So you don't even have to like you can start off up here rather than down here you don't even have to worry about none of this nonsense i mean it's still gonna be there but it's a little bit different when you're <laughs> when you're in the corporate world opposed to the blue collar world but you still don't have the issues of health care etc but it'd be a little bit better for you so I'm, I'm gonna go similar but i'm gonna go not necessarily degree in college because I, I suggest people take take some of these quizzes or whatever and kind of find some information about you and your personality and the stuff that you like. I mean, clearly, if you got stuff like me and warehouses that you just, just not a good fit, then you already know that part. But like what type of stuff would you enjoy doing? You know what I'm saying? So you can kind of just look into those fields because, um, you know, I, I understand that academic school is not for everybody, you know what I'm saying? So go to trade school, you know what I'm saying? Go go figure it out, go figure out if you love to paint cars or work on cars or, um, I don't know, do respiratory or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like whatever, but there's plenty of, like, trades and, and training you can do online and all this stuff now. Um, but I, the, one, one of the best advice I ever got was, you can never have enough pieces of paper with your name on it. So even if it's stuff that you might not need right now or might not think makes sense, get it anyway. If you got an opportunity to do it and just put it in your back pocket because they can never take that away from you. 
Never take that part away. All right, man. So we about to get out of here, but we want to remind you once again, June 17th, go ahead and sign up for our 5K second annual epiphany.5k.run. Uh, June 17th, coming up quick, a um, couple weeks, um, you know, benefiting uh, mental health awareness and working with and during the course again, uh, come out and support and or volunteer, like whatever you got going on, uh, we can definitely use your help and, and all that good stuff. June 17th, just send us a message, get in contact with us, and, uh, you know, let's start a dialogue for sure. Be sure to show up and show up. Um, <laughs> the people who it benefits um, will, will, will most definitely thank you for your contribution. But you got to come out. So sign up. Um, so what it come down to? Other than that, um, remember to own your own and have a great week. Yeah, everybody have a great week. Be safe. Salute to the city as always, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Remember to own your own. And uh, salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own. Salute to the city as always. And uh, remember to own your own. And uh, salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own. We'll see y'all next week. Remember on your own. It's very important, like I say every show. Salute to the city as always. Uh, as always, salute to the city.